And now, it's time for Lawyers for Jesus Radio, lighting our path through law. A show about faith in the law and in the marketplace. Featuring the partners from the law firm Mauk and Baker. Located in downtown Chicago, Mauk and Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Hello, welcome to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Mauk, and today we're going to talk to Denise Schick, Executive Director of Livingstone's Ministry and Help for Families. These are organizations dedicated to helping people and families with issues of homosexuality, uh, sexual identity, uh, transgenderism. Uh, You need to listen to this interview if you know anybody who's gay or struggling with gay issues or homosexuality or has been wounded uh, in these areas, uh, this show may provide some information that will help you minister. I'm an attorney and a partner at the law firm of Malkin Baker in Chicago. We're Christians that focus on serving the body of Messiah with its legal needs. We do everything from zoning to estate planning, nonprofit administration, and defending religious freedom. You can find more about us by going to maukbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. Or call 312-726-1243. The belief that sexuality can be changed is currently under attack across the United States, where governments are trying to prevent individuals with unwanted same-sex attractions from even getting legitimate uh, biblical or medical counseling. Uh, Denise is a passionate advocate for reparative therapy and has seen it succeed. Uh, Denise, welcome to our show. Thank you so much for having me on. Tell us about Livingstone Ministries and how you got an interest in uh, helping people with homosexual uh, attractions that they wanted to deal with. Sure. Livingstone's Ministries has been in in existence for over 23 years. Um, It was founded by Carol Wagstaff, who had a husband that uh, was a pastor and struggled with same-sex attraction. So from her own journey... That is how Livingstone's Ministries had come about. And Help for Families was founded uh, 15 years ago. I had founded that organization, Having a Father, that identified as being transgender. So understanding what families really face, the the pain, uh, the chaos, uh, some of the situations that are just heartbreaking, uh, these two organizations, you know, come alongside of families and loved ones in various ways. Um, we hold uh, biblical support groups, and we have some online support groups. Uh, we also hold annual conferences and workshops, and uh, we have prayer Sunday calls that are met for parents, you know, for family members to be encouraged with one another as they're lifting each other up and just having a burden for one another. Uh, we so also you have can find out days. about the, this information by going uh, to your website? Uh, what is that? Yes. Yes, you could go to livingstonesministries.org or help with the number four families.com. And uh, they can definitely find out more about the organization through those websites. Now, do you, do you do counseling for people that call in with problems? Yes, I offer pastoral counseling. 
is what we offer through the uh, the ministries. And that's that's no charge if people want to call in or do no they, charge, uh, right? Wow. There's no charge. Oh. Wow, that's a wonderful resource. Now, increasingly, the idea that uh, people can be helped and counseled with uh, same-sex uh, attractions that they don't want uh, has been coming under attack legally. And there's there's a law in California. There's one in Illinois. Uh, tell us about that attack and, and uh, how you think we ought to respond to it. Well, I, I think the attack is really it comes down to our religious freedoms. You know, when we have individuals that perhaps uh, weren't helped for whatever reasons, um, didn't have uh, maybe the results that they were looking for, where they've come against Christians uh, for even suggesting that God, that there is a healing power that is still alive, or that people have and indeed have changed their sexual orientation or had a level of change in that sexual um, attraction or even in their gender identity. And so we've got to look at this as really an attack against our religious freedoms of what's happening to be able to not, and what they're trying to do is forbid speaking out um, on these issues and, and saying again, that change is possible. Yeah. I Amen. It's it's a religious freedom issue, and I want to add as a lawyer that there's, a, there's another legal issue that needs to be pressed, too. It's an imposition on the rights of people to freely choose. The civil rights of each individual uh, teenager who's confused has a right to know and to be informed and to hear opinions and, and to make choices. And uh, the freedom of individuals to choose certainly has been recognized in Roe versus Wade, uh, but that's a two-edged sword. If there's a freedom to choose abortion, there's also a freedom to choose life. And we often argue that women need to be given uh, access to ultrasound and, and information about the harms of abortion and so forth. Otherwise, it's just a one-way street. And we see the same thing happening with uh, uh, reparative therapy issues where pe people are being denied by the government the right to choose or to even be fully informed. This is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Malk of the law firm of Malk & Baker, and we're speaking with Denise Schick, executive director of two ministries that are helping people out of homosexuality and transgenderism. Uh, Denise, what are the legal steps that are, uh, tell us, well, first of all, tell us about the uh, California legal situation there and what the, what the steps are being taken to uh, protect people who, ha who need this kind of type of counseling. Well, they're, they're, if anything, if anything that this uh, proposal of this bill has done, it has brought many Christian organizations and leaders together from all walks of life, doing all sorts of God's work together to fight back, to stand up, and, and to declare, you know, a person's right uh, to choose if they want any type of professional therapy or not to help them with the issues. And so it's been amazing to see how God's family has come together here in California and from other organizations around the states as we become under attack. 
there were a number of different events that took place out here with individuals that used to identify as being homosexual, but have now found their identity in Christ that would, had spoken out. One of those events I attended was at the Ronald Reagan uh, building here and in California. And it was, it was amazing to me to experience to see not only my colleagues and, and folks that I had not met to stand up that change is possible. They witnessed and exchanged um, change in their own life, but to as well see how those that are opposed to the idea of this, um, to see the reaction of them across from the street and when they come over. Um, so it's been and really what is, powerful. What is that? What is that reaction that you've been been seeing? Is it the reaction was really a lot of hate, um, a lot of disruption. You know, we did not disrupt when um, the others were having their press conference across the road. Uh, everybody was respectful and allowed them that time. But yet, you know, here we are speaking and they're getting very loud and, and rude and acting like as if those that are saying that they no longer are gay, that they're lying. Um, so it was really heart-wrenching to see and witness that, even though we know that's in the world. Um, these folks, it took a lot of courage to be able to stand before folks in the public like that, you know, but some other amazing things are, are meetings and a, uh, a book um, that uh, a church, um, a Bethel church had actually put together of testimonies of those that change has, has happened in the lives with short summaries and stories that were handed to the legislators. What is, what is that book? Is that available to our listeners? Uh, it's, it's available. Actually, I know somebody had sent it to me online. Um, the book is actually called changed and, uh, and it can be, um, seen or ordered once gay.com. That's once gay.com. And, uh, they can go to your, your website, which is, if you'd repeat that again. Yes, it's uh, Living Stones Ministries or help with the number four families dot com. And uh, they can request that. And uh, I, I've uh, seen a video that I thought was very powerful uh, called Such Were Some of You, which is also individual yes. testimonies about change from homosexual attraction to being healed to uh acquiring heterosexual attractions and uh, dealing with the issues. Uh, quite an honest film because it, it uh, it's difficult for many people and people come from all different types of, of situations and, and, uh, and backgrounds and, and, and faith issues. And some are, are turned to God and get healed very quickly and others have, have a long struggle. But change is possible, and there is hope. And the idea that you can't change is, I don't think, from God, because it's causing people to despair. And God is a God of hope, and he allows us to change. Come up, coming up, we'll talk further with Denise about the importance of advocating for reparative therapy. I'm John Malk, and you're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio.
Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Mauck, partner of the law firm of Mauck & Baker, and we're talking with Denise Schick, Executive Director of Livingstone Ministries and Help for Families. It's H-E-L-P, uh, numeral four families, two organizations that help people who are struggling with homosexuality and transgenderism. Uh, Denise, a lot of people haven't uh, met ex-gays, and yet you have many friends and other relatives who were gay at once and have changed. Could you tell us a story or two? Oh, sure. I'd love to tell you some wonderful stories of God's healing. Um, one of them uh, is with a, a friend, um, and we'll call him Dave. Uh, Dave was sexually molested as a youngster, and due to uh, just the natural responding uh, during um, what was done to him, he thought he was gay because it was like, oh, my gosh, you know, I must be attracted to boys, to men. And so to grow up with that from eight years old on up, you know, and just find his identity as being gay and that that was all that his life was about to a time where he went into a church. He dared to go into church because he was hungry. He was looking for something that the gay relationship was not giving him. And it was there that he found Jesus Christ. And so to know that that was the very beginning of his healing now, it took a couple years. He had to work through three, four years of the molestation, and that's where a therapist is very beneficial at times with certain individuals when they need that additional support and psychological help uh, with wow. the wrongs that have been done against them or, you know, the wounds that they're still carrying. But today he is um, very happily married, and I'm not saying that everybody that leaves the gay or transgender life you know, gets married, but some do. And when I come out here to California to visit with him and to see him just bouncing, you know, with the thrill, just an absolute thrill for his children um, and the thriving marriage that he has and just the healing. And recently when he and I talked, he said, you know, Denise, my past seemed like it was a different life. I don't even think about it anymore. Yeah. If if anyone is in Jesus, old things are passed away. And all things are made exactly. Normal. Yeah, and as you were saying about the uh, the movie, there such were some of you. Um, you know, that's it. That's it. Such were some of you, but that was in the past. Were you know, you no longer are, and so the newness in Christ. Um, I've been working recently with a woman that identified as being male for a number of years. And as we started to talk and when work through things, you know, it goes back to some abuse and her own perception of what being a boy was about, uh, taking her filtering system and working with her through some unforgiveness and, and to see where the Lord had actually called out to her in a room that was silent. She said she heard, come home. And she said, wow. no, Lord, you won't forgive me. You won't forgive me. I've lived as a man for this number of years. And he said, come home. And so this has walked out her journey with us as she's starting to find her identity in Jesus Christ as well. Amen. That's such a wonderful uh, message of hope. And that's what the gospel is. And that's who Jesus is. He's a messenger of hope. And when Paul wrote to the Corinthian church, such were some of you, he was referring, among other 
sinful tendencies and and bondages. Homosexuality is as as well as as uh, as as greed and lying and and thievery and so forth. But such were some of you. As yeah. I mentioned on the earlier <laughs> segment, you can get that tape. Uh, I think it just Google such were some of you. A wonderful videotape. And you mentioned a website, oncegay.com. That's O-N-C-E-G-A-Y.com. Oncegay.com. And what will you find if you go there, Denise? Oh, my goodness. They will find further encouragement of real-life people given their testimonies of transformation, of the power of Jesus Christ. Um, you, you know, and... Everybody, as far as what's going out here in California, John, it doesn't matter what state we're at. The fact is, is that everybody should be treated with respect and have the right to integrate their personal values, their spiritual beliefs, um, you know, the religious faith. And if they choose to have therapy, to be able to have that freedom to do so. Otherwise, it just constrains a person. It keeps them in bondage. Uh Yes, and and we're wondering why that is, and certainly there are some motivated uh, to prevent harm. Uh, there are been certainly it's a big country. There've been people who've been harmed by uh, by coercive attempts to uh, cause them to change their sexual identity. But as far as I can tell, that's a far minority versus the number of people who want to change and have been able to change. There's a recent uh, mm -hmm. study just out by the Catholic Medical Association entitled Effects of Therapy on Religious Men Who Have Unwanted Same-Sex Attractions. This is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Mauk of Mauk and Baker. We're speaking with Denise Schick about the effects of reparative therapy. And Denise... Uh, you've had a chance to look at this study just out by the Catholic Medical Association, effects of therapy on religious men who have unwanted same-sex attractions. What does it say? Well, I'll quote it because I love this particular part of it. The benefits experienced greatly outweighed the harm. Therefore, there are men who wish to change and who can change with therapeutic help. And the process predominantly creates experiences that are beneficial. Um, the study also showed an overwhelming majority of 70% of the participants who claimed only benefits from the therapy. It, it continually says that therapy is very beneficial and help and individuals in this study have, have uh, concisely said that, you know, that for them it was very beneficial. And again, people come from different walks. Some people can be um, sadly, you know, and wrongfully sexually molested, but they're able to pick themselves up and, and carry on where others can't. We have different personality temperaments, different family uh, situations, uh, just the way that it, that it wounds a person. And so, again, to take therapeutic help away from or to not allow them that freedom to choose for themselves, it's, it's just wrong. Well, we're addressing this issue uh, in the courts, uh, certainly, and asserting the rights of 
uh, men and women who have unwanted same-sex attractions to be fully informed, to get the counseling they need, as well as the rights of the counselors and the organizations that uh, will help them and would help them to uh, freedom of speech and religious freedom in sharing the gospel of Jesus, because that's ultimately the liberation. Right. So our legal battle here in Illinois, which parallels the one in California, uh, requires counselors to challenge the law. A couple of years ago, when I was contemplating challenging this law, I spoke to six or seven licensed Christian counselors who did reparative therapy, and every one of them said the same thing. People who want to change can be helped. Number two, the Illinois law that prevents them from being helped is bad and should be challenged. Number three, I can't afford to challenge it because I don't want to lose my license. So uh, we ended up challenging that law as it applied to pastors, and we got a ruling from the U.S. federal court here in Illinois that said pastors are not covered by the law and that they are exempt, they can go ahead and do pastoral counseling. And uh, to those who are struggling with homosexuality here in Illinois, uh, although you're probably going to have a tough time finding a therapist, at least within Illinois, who's going to help you, who's licensed, uh, you can go to your pastor, you can go to the website, oncegay.com, you can get the video, such for some of you, and you can read your scriptures, and you can pray, and God will help you. But the message I want to send out uh, to counselors who may be listening is we're going to challenge that law again, and we've, we've uh, got an organization that will uh, guarantee your anonymity. So if you want to uh, contact MalkBaker.com, uh, please do, uh, and, and join those that are going to challenge this. Uh, Denise, do you have any last words of hope for those who may have tuned in and they're wondering, can I help my brother? Can I help my sister or is it hopeless? Oh, sure. You know, God's all about hope and it is with our relationship with him that we not only are able to see more of his heart, but it helps us to be Jesus with skin on here on earth and to walk alongside of others that are really hurting, that are really struggling in maybe a, a fleshly way that some of us don't understand. But it doesn't mean that we can't come alongside of them and say, hey, brother, hey, sister, I don't know what that's like to have same-sex attraction, but I'm willing to dig into the dirt and to be there for you. And as we work together, just like work in a garden, and watch what the Lord does. You know, it, it's the Holy Spirit that does the work. Thank you so much. We've been speaking with Denise Schick who is uh, Executive Director of Hope for Families and uh, Livingstone Ministries. If you have a legal need or a question and want the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact us in Malkin Baker. You can reach us at malkbaker.com, that's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. We're a Christian law firm based in Chicago, serving churches, ministries, businesses, and individuals in their legal needs. God bless you all. Don't have to save somebody.
Yes, indeed, you're gonna have to serve somebody. 